0: morning. And thank you for joining me once again. And we've made our way into chapter 6, 7, and 8 of Second Samuel. If your Bible is handy, uh, go ahead and pick it up. Turn there. And uh, we're going to be uh, looking uh, at uh, a longer portion today uh, than I normally zero in on, but I think it's so very, very important. And so we'll be looking at what's often referred to as the Davidic covenant uh, found in 2 Samuel chapter 7, beginning in uh, verse 1. So chapter 6 begins uh, with the transportation of the ark uh, to Jerusalem. A uh, tragic episode and... Uh, I think one of the failures of of those that were involved with this transport uh, was they actually did not transport the ark in the way that God prescribed. The ark be transported, they put it uh, on a cart, and when it looked as though the cart uh, was going to dump uh, the ark uh, onto the ground, we are told that a man, Uzzah, reached out to stabilize it, touching uh, uh, the ark, and he was struck dead, and so, uh, uh, so much, to to say there, Uh, but a reminder of the perfect holiness of God and his law is not to be transgressed. And when his law is transgressed, uh, that is an assault upon his character, upon his ultimate holiness. So uh, the ark is brought and it's a great celebration. And we see this occasion for David uh, as he dances in celebration of the ark's arrival, symbolizing the Presence of the Lord. Uh, again, uh, uh, the whole idea of the tabernacle and the ark was what? The testimony uh, of God's approval upon the nation and ultimately his presence uh, uh, in and among uh, the nation. And uh, the New Testament, Gospel of John speaks of Jesus as being the one who tabernacled among us and he was the one in, in whom the fullness of deity uh, dwelt in uh, bodily form. So all of those uh, uh, types are, are foreshadowing all these things related to the ark and the tabernacle anticipate the Lord Jesus Christ. and uh, We see this episode where uh, uh, David's uh, wife, the daughter of Saul, Michael, uh, indicts him for his uh, crude uh, behavior and uh, she is placed under a curse because he was, again, appropriately celebrating this great uh, recovery and this great testimony. Uh, to the presence of God and even God's approval upon David. And so let's, uh, let's look here at this business of, of God's promise, God's covenant. It, it is uh, uh, that again, which is one of the most uh, crystal clear prophecies uh, regarding the coming of our Savior, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's read. We'll read 17 verses. Now, when the king lived in his house and the Lord had given him rest from all of his surrounding enemies, the king said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwells in a tent. And Nathan said to the king, Go do all that's in your heart, for the Lord is with you. But that same night, the word of the Lord came to Nathan, Go tell my servant David, thus says the Lord, Would you build me a house to dwell in? I have not lived in a house since the day I brought up the people of Israel from Egypt to this day, but I have been moving about in a tent for my dwelling. In all places where I have moved with all the people of Israel, did I speak a word with any of the judges of Israel, whom I have commanded to shepherd my people Israel, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now, therefore, thus you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture from following the sheep that you should be prince over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you went and I have cut off your enemies from before you. And I will make for you a great name like the great ones of the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they may dwell in their own place and be disturbed no more. And violent men shall afflict them no more as formerly. From the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel, I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And when he commits iniquity, I will discipline him with the rod of men, with the stripes of the sons of men. But my steadfast love will not depart from him as I took it from Saul, whom I put away from before you. And your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. In accordance with all these words and in accordance with all all this vision, Nathan spoke to David. So uh, David has this desire to do this great uh, act of honoring God and I think you could even say that it would be an act of worship to do uh, this building of something that he felt like was appropriate uh, for the greatness of God and uh again a little of a, maybe a little of a hint about what lies ahead for us uh but nathan originally says hey yeah god's with you you should do that that's what you uh, what's on your heart and then god says no 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 david david's not the one uh not not the one that's going to build uh this house and you need to go tell him that and so uh nathan has the courage to go and tell the king uh, i think i made a mistake in approving this project uh, yet the Lord has said no and so we see something of the boldness of Nathan and also the humility of, of David and he uh, says okay if this is the, the will of God uh, then I, I, I won't build and so there uh, in uh, beginning in verse 12 we begin to see this great promise uh, that David is going to be uh, uh, the first among this royal line uh, that shall produce Uh, This perfect king uh, certainly anticipates intervening kings before the ultimate and perfect king. Uh, There are going to be kings that sin greatly, uh, but the line is going to be preserved and the promise is going to be fulfilled and the promise is fulfilled in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why uh, these genealogies that we find in both Old and New Testament are very very important, uh, that God is fulfilling the promise he made to Abraham, to uh, Isaac, to Jacob, uh, to David in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so God promises that a descendant of David uh, shall establish an eternal kingdom, an eternal house, that which shall, be, shall endure uh, forever. And so David is enormously and rightfully humbled Uh, by this. And uh, again, just uh, reinvigorates uh, David to serve. And uh, chapter 8 closes out the reading today uh, with further accounts of of the Lord being with David and leading him to victory over the enemies of Israel. And so I pray uh, that this is a blessing to your day and look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.